0: Come and show us your face, Lord, who are seated upon the cherubim, and we will be saved. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, you instructed the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and ever to rejoice in his consolation through Christ our lord amen a reading from the book of the prophet isaiah thus says the lord god the holy one of israel o people of zion who dwell in jerusalem no more will you weep you will be gracious he will be gracious to you when you cry out as soon as he hears he will answer you the lord will give you the bread you need the water for which you thirst no longer will your teacher hide himself but with your own eyes you shall see your teacher while from behind a small voice shall sound in your ear this is the way walk in it when you would turn to the right or to the left he will give rain for the seed that you will sow in the ground and the wheat that the soil produces will be rich and abundant on that day your flock will be given pasture and the lamb will graze in spacious meadows the oxen and the asses that till the ground will eat silage tossed to them with shovel and pitchfork upon every high mountain and lofty hill there will be streams of running water on the day of the great slaughter when the towers fall. The light of the moon will be like that of the sun, and the light of the sun will be seven times greater, like the light of seven days. On the day the Lord binds up the wounds of his people, he will heal the bruises left by his blows. The Word of the Lord.
1: Blessed are all who wait for the Lord. Blessed are all who wait for the Lord. Praise be the Lord, for He is good. Sing praise to our God, for He is gracious. It is fitting to praise Him. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. The dispersed of Israel he gathers. Blessed are all who wait for the Lord. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the stars. He calls each by name. Blessed are all who wait for the Lord. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. To his wisdom there is no limit. The Lord sustains the lowly, the wicked he casts to the ground. Blessed are all who wait for the Lord. Hallelujah! 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 Lord is our Judge, our Lawgiver, our King, He it is who will save us. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Alleluia.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So asked the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation." The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick. Raise the dead. Cleanse leopards. Drive out demons. Without cost you have received. Without cost you are to give. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away. Grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything but Jesus and him crucified. I pray you, my loving Jesus, that as you have graciously given me to drink and with delight the words of your knowledge, so you would mercifully grant me to attain one day to you the fountain of all wisdom and to appear forever before your face. Amen. Today's readings are readings of hope. And they kind of highlight the whole purpose for the church and its mission in the world. A mission that is to go out and find those who are lost, to find those who are hurting, to find those who have been wounded by sin and transgression and the punishment due to those things. And to bring them in and bring them to God with each and every one of their brothers and sisters. This is the message, the gospel, the whole point of everything that we are called to be. It's the point the catechism begins with, When it says that God being perfect and infinite in himself, not needing anything, determined in a plan of sheer love. Because there's no other explanation. He didn't need us. But because he had this immense love, he created you and me so that we could know him and experience His eternal being in some way for all eternity. He wants you to be with him. But because of sin being brought into the world, we are estranged from him. And he has to find us. He has to seek us out. And he has to proclaim to us that the kingdom of God is something we can have some experience of today. It's the reason why he sends out messengers, apostles, bishops, priests, deacons, all the ministry forms, whether they be specifically foreign ministry or lay ministry like this particular podcast. To go into all the world so that you can be sheep with a shepherd, with somebody leading you. You see, this is the thing most people fail to grasp. He calls us together as his people not as singular beings all alone. He sends out laborers for the harvest. He sends out those to find his lost sheep because the sheep are everywhere. But there's few people willing to do the job of bringing them to God he was moved with pity for you because he truly does love you and he sees your situation he sees your brokenness Isaiah said it this way he wants to bind up the wounds of his people Those bruises that were left by his blows. Blows that were inflicted because you fought him. You rejected him. You left home and became the prodigal son. And even if you didn't leave home like the prodigal son, you were the elder son that refuse to come into the Father's house to celebrate when your brother or sister comes home and he rejoices and throws a party. You refuse to go to Mass and celebrate with thanksgiving the salvation of others because you yourself feel left out even though you live in the home. No longer will your teacher hide himself, says Isaiah. But with your own eyes you shall see your teacher. You will hear a voice sound in your ears. This is the way, walk in it. If you close your eyes and listen to the gospel being preached, you'll hear the words of God telling you the way you should go. You don't have to be lost anymore. You can know whether to turn to the right or to the left because the instruction is there. And that's really all the Old Testament law is, is instruction. It's not meant to be a do this and you'll be beat up if you don't. It's more do this and you will have life more abundantly. And then we have the most misunderstood promise because of word of faith teachers and how they twist it when paul talks about it in his letter to the corinthians the promise that god will give rain for the seed that you sow in the ground and the wheat that the soil produces will be rich and abundant on that day your flock will be given pasture your lambs will graze Because God is blessing you greatly. Why is he blessing you? Not because you're supposed to be rich and prosperous and healthy and wealthy and all that other kind of name it, claim it, blab it, grab it stuff. But because God himself is working with and through you. You see, he sends out laborers into the harvest. He sends you out to be a laborer. Even if all you are is a lay person, you are called out into his harvest to do what he gives you grace to accomplish. You see, he summoned 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and cure every disease, and they went out they expelled demons, they healed the sick, the dead were raised to life. That's pretty much what his his whole thing was about, curing the sick, raising the dead, casting out demons, you know, all that jazz that we read about in today's gospel. And he tells his apostles to do it without charge. Don't charge money, don't make a profit out of it, don't try to seek whatever. I mean, you're worthy of your hire. If somebody wants to give you sustenance, take it. Don't be stupid. But don't go out there charging nine ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine ninety nine 99 or whatever those goofy little salespeople do. Don't do the whole name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, give until it hurts it's BS. Because that's not what God's about. He wants to... Heal the broken-hearted, bind up their wounds. He knows each of you by name, just like he knows all the stars you can't count in the sky. He wants you to know his love, to know when you're troubled and feel abandoned, when you feel like a sheep without a leader that he's there to give you his love and that's what we are here in this Advent season to be watching to be witnessing to be testifying to to be expecting to expect this coming kingdom and to experience the love of God in our lives.